You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. They're just, let's just face it, it just doesn't get any better. The good news is the weather is absolutely fantastic, beautiful. The bad news is it just doesn't, it never gets any better than this. But if you were to uh, pinpoint, I mean, the high today is going to be 72, a little bit breezy, but it's nice here, but all week. Uh, what a tremendous week, uh, stretch of weather that we have. You know, June is always, this is one of my favorite months of the year. It's certainly not too hot. We're enjoying beautiful spring weather. Look at that. Look at that forecast. Tomorrow high is 75. On Wednesday, high of 78. And then 80, 82, and then 84 on Saturday. But it's uh, delightful. And uh, good morning, one and all. It is uh, John DePietro. This is the John DePietro program. Uh, which continues to get more popular as we speak because of the seven-day coverage. Unlike some people that are off on vacation this week, <coughs> cackle, uh, not us folks. Juan does not take time off, certainly not during a pandemic, certainly not during civil unrest. Can you imagine how does Tara Granahan take time? I've decided to take this week another week vacation. It's not like there's anything going on. <laughs> Just the entire country is upended. My goodness. But, folks, not everyone is committed as the chosen one. I mean, that part is uh, certainly proven each day. As many of you that follow on Facebook know, there I was yesterday. I could have just, uh, you know, rolled over, had another donut in bed yesterday morning. No, Juan was out at Ali's Donuts. I'm going to play some of the sound of the protest. I want to say, folks, good morning to everyone either listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, depending on where you are. Plug it in on your car radio. I also want to say good morning. Uh, thank you to all the nice email I get from so many of uh, the new listeners we have, new Massachusetts listeners, by the way, in Millville and uh, Blackstone and Franklin and Bellingham and everywhere else. Folks, share that. Well, I'll tell people that you uh, enjoy listening to the program, your support of the program. And as we kick things off, you know, I'd like to do a little bit of a, a public service just because he helps so many people. And that's our friend Ryan's Appliance Repair. Maybe over the weekend, you were supposed. Maybe you had a honeydew list. Maybe you uh, had. Uh, you were supposed to be fixing some some uh, appliances around your home. Now, if you're like me, that is not a strong point. If we're in the spaceship, and one of the astronauts turns to me and says, "Juan, if you can't fix this, we're going to crash." <laughs> then I'm gearing for imp- impact. Put it that way. I, I just don't have that. I like to I like to think I have some element of talent or talents, plural. But uh, but I'll tell you who does, and it's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. Do you have an appliance that's not working, or as they say, is dying? Just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes models of appliances. Whether it is a maybe you're a, you're a clothes washer, your washing machine's not working properly, or your dryer, or is your oven giving you a problem, or your stovetop. Or your microwave, whatever it may be, uh, refrigerator, folks, uh, garbage disposal, or that's right, call Ryan's Appliance Repair today, 401-710-7096, but wait, there's more, 90 days guaranteed parts and labor, all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. I said, Ryan, what if something goes wrong? He said, JD, all one actually, he calls me. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. Senior citizen discount. Senior citizen discount is available. And Saturday appointments are available as well. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401 710 
7096. I want to say good morning to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Our Facebook Live crowd continues to build. My goodness, it's so popular. Yesterday was an earth-shattering day. My goodness. Folks, uh, Juan is humbled by the amount of followers that enjoy the content that Facebook Live joins us and brings us. Uh, 155,000 views yesterday for my Facebook Live outside of Alley's Donuts. Just to put that in perspective, Go Local Fraud, uh, who they call themselves Go Local Prov, they consider a successful, if they do a video and it gets, say, a thousand views, they consider that successful. Off the charts for them is like maybe if it gets 2,000 views. If they get 3,000 views, they think of that as a grand slam. Yesterday, one, Sunday morning, 155,000 views. Is there? I don't even know if there's anyone in second place at this point. So, folks, but, uh, and again, also, as I was mentioning, now we now post a lot of the Facebook Live videos on DePetro.com because there are people, I don't have Facebook, I don't get the Facebook. All right, it's free, it's up to you. Most of the population has it. Some people, whatever reason, there's holdouts. Folks, there's, a, there's always a holdout in, in everything, as a matter of fact, not just in that. Whatever reason you hear me talk about it and you're not one of the people that, in fact, is on Facebook. And I know of two people that are not on, uh, no, three people that are not on uh, Facebook. My brother Tommy's not. Um, and then two other people I won't I won't mention. But anyhow, most people are. And then uh, it, it's just, to me, it, it, at this point, it's like not owning a television. I mean, and again, I can't stress enough. It's free. And then there's all that content and more and more people I'm finding because of the way the core people are quarantined, they were, they, they tend to spend a lot of time on Facebook. It's amazing to me. It's fascinating, actually, to me, how that platform has just uh, continued to evolve. So anyhow, uh, good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. You can do a thumbs up if you're enjoying it. Uh, you can share with people that you're watching. You don't even do a watch party if you like. You can try it. You can play around with it. Um, I want to get right to um, yesterday. So I was at Alley's Donuts. Now, and here's what I, I want to point out. I recognize, and folks, this happens, by the way, all the time. This happens all the time that there are some people, whenever there's a news event, whenever there's something in the news, I totally get it. There are some people that, and, and it's no fault of your own, but there are just some people that don't get what news is. They don't understand what makes a news story. They don't. And they don't have to. I mean, unless they plan to have a career or be in the news business, that would be a problem. And there are some people like that. Pork Boy is always one of those people. Dan Pork never really knows what's really a news story, what's not. So just tends not to pick something. Instead, just criticizes those that do. But I get sometimes people, you know, stop talking about the riots. Get back to the real important issues. Or some people think news is just like discussing um you know, I don't know, the Second Amendment all the time, or the Constitution, or illegal immigration, whatever it is. But news is something out of the ordinary. I always like to give the example. Uh, planes landing on time at the airport are not news. A plane delayed, or a plane crash, or skidding off the runway, that is news, right? And just, they always give the example, um, you know, dog bites man, that's not news. Man bites dog, that is news. So when you have... A Rhode Island institution like <coughs> Alley's, who jumps into the fray and says, from now on, police and military are no longer welcome here. And we're going to blah, 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 and all this other stuff. I, I get that some people, I don't understand why that's true. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Other than what if all 
donut shops, coffee shops, traditional known places, by the way. I'm not talking about like some fringe place. Known type places suddenly said, we're not going to allow police and military. Well, I don't know what to tell you. And then yesterday, you, I, I do. I get the email. This guy, I don't understand why it's news when police and military were protesting outside a donut shop. Well, my answer to that is, well, when's the last time that happened? I mean, it doesn't happen, for crying out loud. So that's what news is. Not everyone gets that. And I understand that. Uh, but that's why I am here. And it's my my basic job and function is try to discern what is news, what should be considered news. Many times I shape what is considered, follow it, news. Like yesterday, uh, excuse me, Friday, you know, I was there at the Governor Raimondo press briefing. By the way, coming up today at 1 o'clock, Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCard.com, joins me next hour for our segment, This Week in Politics. But I was sitting there patiently. If you notice, I never go first. I like to let, there are some reporters, as soon as the governor stops, they're like, governor, like that. Uh, Hummel's become a wedding planner for some reason, but nonetheless. And I'm just kidding. I was just joking around with our friend Hummel. Uh, But I waited, and then I asked two questions. Number one, actually, let let me play uh, my questions in exchange. Good thing we have sound of this. I did ask the governor about the Columbus statue and changing the state name. And then I will play. We have great sound of Matt from Alley's Donuts. So let me go to uh, Friday. And, folks, my point is, on Friday afternoon when I went there, and, again, I can't thank enough the great Jeff Gamach that helps make that possible, where we're able to bring that to you live, folks, uh, the interaction. And also, my questions drove the news cycle for the next three days after that. Okay? That's having impact on the media. Channel 10, Channel 12, The Journal, all our local media, they led with the governor's answers to my questions. Now, which leads us to, right, George Bailey, Wonderful Life. You know, what if I had not attended then, much like in Wonderful Life, where they show George what his life, what uh, Pottersville would have been like had uh, Bedford Falls, had he not been there. If I did not go to the press briefing, these questions don't get asked. So you're very welcome. All right, let's play. This is uh, my exchange back and forth with Governor Raimondo on uh, Friday at the briefing. Hold on, here we go. Here we go, folks. As you described. Governor, the Christopher Columbus statue in Boston was vandalized, taken down. Should the one in Providence in your mind be removed? Uh, it's an interesting question. Um, it shouldn't have been vandalized in Rhode Island as it was. I think it's worth a discussion. You know, I think it's worth a discussion. I have not, you know, it's a, look, that's a difficult issue. In, it's, a, it's a culturally important statue for many Italian-Americans. That's right. It's also offensive to many others. And Apparently. So I think it's worth a community discussion. The, the debate is, I just want to follow up, the debate is renewed about the state name change. Should we change the name of the state? You said you would favor that, but short of... State of Rhode Island ballot, and Providence Plantation. consider an executive action? Should we drop Providence Plantation? from any state buildings? Uh, I would support, I, I think it should be put on the ballot this year. It's, I have heard from so many... Uh, Um, African-Americans in Rhode Island, actually particularly in the past couple of weeks as I've been really amping up my efforts to listen, that it's a painful thing to say. Like state employees, every time they get their paycheck, 
they have to see the word plantation. Um, every time you get a proclamation from the state for doing a good thing, you should feel proud about it. You have to see the word plantation. So I think we ought to do the right thing, put it on the ballot, ask the people of Rhode Island to do the right thing and change our name. I suppose if that is unsuccessful, yes, I would absolutely um, consider doing what you said. Now, folks, that is, um, and I want to be very clear. I um, I, I know, I think sometimes in something like this, people then go into the, and again, good morning, it's John DiPietro on this Monday. I'll be honest, I don't... um, to me, that's not the hill to die on. Okay, this whole business of, and, and I think it is going to come up. You're going to hear more about it. How tied am I? I already received an email from someone saying, we're going to have a rally to stop them, changing the state name for pot. I, I, I'm, not, I, it, I'm not that vested in it. It doesn't mean enough to me. Um, I recognize that when the state name, State of Rhode Island Providence Plantation came about, it was... It was it was under under the guise of farming is what it was. It's not like roots where you see them on the plantation or, you know, pick a one, 12 years a slave, anything like that. It's not like that. However, I, I just I'm actually kind of ambivalent about it. I don't know if that surprises some people. I don't know if some people feel absolutely not. I, I don't if it happened with everything that's going on right now. I'm just not sure it makes my top 10. It's just, I, I think there's bigger priorities than that. If for some reason there was a movement, you know what, put it on the ballot. Um, I, I would be more inclined to say that we don't change it, but I, I'm not going to rally or make a big deal or go to the mat or make a huge argument that it should. No, we cannot change. I mean, what are we, what are we talking about, right? I mean, how would that impact anything? I, I'm in favor of changing the name of the airport. I don't think it should be Green Airport. I think it should be I think it should be New England International Airport or Rhode Island International Airport. I think New England International Airport taking and playing off the New England Patriots. Yeah, but the name of the airport is TF Green. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. I just think it would serve us better if we were either Rhode Island International Airport or New England International Airport. I don't know, maybe get some more traffic in there. This is about marketing. Um, so how do someone is, you know, how do you feel they may change this? I, 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 who calls it? I mean, no one calls it that. And I know the argument and I've been hearing this for the first time I heard about it was at a Martin Luther King breakfast in 1999 was the first time I had ever heard. And it was a black minister that got up. I wasn't there. We were covering it and said, we should change the name of of Providence Plantation. Since then is like a bubble. Uh, I think there'd be more of a movement right now with everything going on. I'm, I'm not saying that it's the most important thing in the world. To some people, apparently it is. But um, I, I, I actually feel somewhat ambivalent. Uh, I think there's, there's bigger fights. There's larger elements such as this whole movement now to defund the police. I think that's a very serious discussion that needs to be had. Folks, it's John DePietro on this Monday. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. You know, I was there yesterday, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Folks, they are open for the season. They are doing fantastic business. I'm not surprised. That's why they're Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior, it's Byron. They have such a tremendous selection of annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, 
gift certificates. They have handmade beautiful birdhouses. Father's Day is coming up this weekend. Stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Get your dad a gift certificate or maybe get him a nice birdhouse. Or many times, you know, planting a tree or shrub in honor of someone. You know, you plant a tree in honor of your dad or your grandfather, and then boom, it, you know, takes off and then it's always there as a reminder. And they have the best selection and they're terrific. PR, look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, and also look for their new website, PRMaterials.shop, PRMaterials.shop, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. So, folks, if you haven't seen it, if you go to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, you can see the video where... Do I have that? Yeah, I do have that. Yesterday, I was at Allie's Donuts, and uh, and it was an all-timer, and there was uh, Matt out there, and he, uh, I want to play. Now, this is the owner of Allie's, and he is trying to give his rationale yesterday. He is the one that you've been following it. By the way, also, I dropped episode three of Hey, Everybody, Matt here. Uh, that dropped yesterday with my impression of him. You want to talk about, how about the people Folks, I put on Instagram, this is an impression of him. This is John DiPietro doing an impression. I put that on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. People just don't read anymore. And people are putting, that's why you're doing Are you reading? Are you capable of reading? God, people are just, you know what social media has done? Right now it's 1123. Good morning, everybody. Social media. There are so many people around us that, you know, there's an old expression, better to remain silent. If you're in a meeting and you're not the sharpest tool in the shed, better to remain silent instead of opening your mouth and confirming for people basically that you're a moron. What social media has done is it's it's unearthing and 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 opening up and taking the curtain away to show the amount of people around us. Who are are basically like bordering on either illiterate or they can't read or they're just dense or they comment on things they don't know anything about and they don't hesitate. My God. I mean, there's parts of social media that obviously I tra- traffic in it every day um, that are appealing. But what is mind blowing to me is and these are adults what part of the impression don't you get? It's an impression of him. It's not him. You're and that they they're putting comments at me, thinking they're talking to him. They think I'm mad. I'm not mad. Hey, everybody, Matt here. It's not. These people are just idiots. What's wrong with you? Read. No wonder people people don't read directions. Now they don't read anything. God, and these are like functioning people around us are trying to. It's frightening. These people are on the roads, holding jobs, raising families, everything else. Do people read? What part of that don't you get understand? If I saw this is so-and-so doing an impression of, and I saw all these people laughing, I would say, wait a minute. I think that's the person. No, it's not the person, you blanking idiot. God, this is the per- I'll play the person. This is Matt from Alley's. And then I will tell you more about this defunding of the police and where this is going to go. This is Matt yesterday from Alley's as he's being questioned by some of the veterans that were there. And he tries to say to the veterans, you ought to thank me for drawing attention to you, you and the police. Ludicrous. 
Here it is. How do you feel about our military men? I, I, I have my one of my closest friends is in the Navy, lives in San Diego. Uh, I've been talking to him ever since you know the message came out. Obviously, all of the people that I grew up with that either went into the army or became a marine, uh, working in the National Guard, or do you regret I, I calling out the military like the that? But no, because honestly, it's first off sticks and stones, right? Uh, everybody in the military is stronger than I sticks am. Sticks and stones. All that stuff. I know that there's obvious mental problems that you know. Mental you problems. Like you know, but my one of my dad's best friends was in Vietnam and. Oh, that's good. But I'm asking, so, so you say you don't, you don't regret not, calling no, out the military, but why not? Not everybody's thinking about it, right? You guys are out here. People will recognize you. And maybe they wouldn't what? have recognized you if it wasn't for me. But well, we've right? always been recognized. They always. But people in the military now, I've gotten messages from people in the military today that deal with sexism, that deal with racism, that deal with uh, injustice. What? And they don't stand up for our brothers and sisters, but they must stand up. They're forced to not to based on respect and being and making sure that they 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 go up the flagpole, right? They're they're going through the ranks. What? And that's not just happening to people in the military. I got to get back to cutting donuts. It's not just. I understand. I got to get back to cutting donuts. But it's happening to blacks, whites. Listen to this. It's happening to poor and rich. It's happening to everybody. Well, you know what? Power and influence. Not speaking up. Not supporting all of our. You don't really believe that the veterans are getting recognition because of you right now. You don't really believe that, do you? Well, you're here right now, aren't you? You wouldn't be in my parking lot if it wasn't for me. We've been a lot of... Wow. You wouldn't be in my parking lot if it wasn't for me. Folks, the guy is just gold, isn't he? He's absolute gold. There's a lot there. I get some people don't get it. It's like that with everything. It just is. Some people don't understand the autonomous zone coverage. Uh, but that guy, and again, you can, um, if you haven't seen that, <coughs> you can see that clip on the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Folks, this portion of the John DePetro Show on this spectacular Monday, June 15th, is brought by It's My Health. Stop in and see my friend Marie, and I want you to become friends with her. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. 305-3585. It's My Health in Cumberland. Now, let's just say, I'll bet many of you have ridden by. You see they're in that old white church building. I'm holding up a photo to everybody on Facebook Live. And that is the home of It's My Health in Cumberland. And what's inside? Number one, the delightful Marie, who you can call at 305-35. But they have vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies. They have local products. And I've told you about uh, acai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. Stop in to It's My Health in Cumberland. It's a unique store. They have such a loyal following, and I see why. No one has the type of ingredients and products that Marie carries at It's My Health in Cumberland. Also, hemp and CBD products for oral topical use, uh, natural skincare, hair care products. They also have uh, tremendous vitamins and special um, natural ingredients that help children stay healthy. But what I love, why I encourage you, implore you to stop by and see my friend Marie. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, you can call her at 305-3585. 
She has a full wall of natural ingredients that uh, go great and you want to put into many of the things that you're cooking. And, and it's all natural, such as, you know, mushrooms have tremendous benefits uh, to keeping you healthy. It's my health. Now, also, it is incredible. They also have yoga, uh, Pilates. It's a tremendous facility. And some of those have been closed because of what we've been, you know, going through. Uh, but they're all slowly starting to reopen. But stop it and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her at 305-3585. And while you're there... Make sure you pick up a bottle of the tremendous Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry. Folks, pick this up. I've been drinking this since they started the stay-at-home order, this incredible antioxidant. It absolutely replenishes your body. All you need is a little shot of this every morning. Look at this beautiful bottle. They also sell this, by the way, at Dave's in East Greenwich and also at Vendor on the Hill. Check out their website, Akai Berry, A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com, Akai Berry. The incredible Akai Berry, folks, will keep you healthy, your family healthy. It's a local product from the great Angelo Aiello. Pick up a bottle of Akai Berry, and you can get that at It's My Health in Cumberland. Again, well, right now at 1131, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Um, coming up at noon, coming up at noon, Justin Katz. Managing editor for OceanStateCurrent.com is going to join me coming up at 12 noon for our segment This Week in Politics. And then Governor Raimondo is going to join us uh, coming up at 1. I get that some people don't get the Matt thing, but it's the, the guy from Alley's. It's just he's just so whacked. And uh, in just his the way he thrust himself into this whole debate. And they are, you know, I, I don't care where you are. You've heard of Alley's Donuts. And this is like a good indication. Why get involved with something like this? Because I can't imagine how they're going to survive like this. There's a lot of different options for donuts. And I was there yesterday. Those service men and women military, um, you can see the video that I did. It's right on the website, petro.com But those on Facebook, it's on the page. Uh, but it all stems from that, that Instagram uh, posting that he did. Hey, everybody. Um, Matt here. Um, oh. You know, we oh. Oh. a lot of donuts today at 1230. And obviously we can't make as many donuts as we used to. All right. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You can uh, see that video in a lot more at the website to petro.com. Now, something that's going to be important, the General Assembly, folks, is coming back in session this week. And there's many things that you can remain silent on. Right now, it's 1133. There's many things you can remain silent on. But something that I don't think people, you, you can afford to remain silent on is this movement to defund the police. The police union in Rhode Island is very strong. I'm also seeing there are some things that are happening. Some changes. Um, I just saw this morning, and Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe that uh, joins us, he also um, tweeted out that Attorney General Peter Narona, who's having a press conference today, he has already said that one of the things Narona declined to specify proposals he's introducing But listen to this, and this is very significant. He said his department will no longer come to agreements with police departments to allow trouble officers to resign 
in exchange for the AG's office not prosecuting the case. This has been a big bargaining chip with bad police. It has been. Let's call it what it is. It has been. And by the way, that also is extended to teachers, to its teachers, firefighters, police. Those three. It's always been this deal with the attorney, and also politicians, by the way. The attorney general's office, they come to an agreement. If they resign and then they get their pension, the attorney general's office won't prosecute. And this is big today that Attorney General Pina Narona is saying that from now on, no more. No more of these deals in exchange for we're not going to prosecute if you resign. Now, what I also find interesting is keep in mind, I still believe, folks, on this Monday, June 15th, something to watch is that Speaker Mattiello, who I, I just, I, he is a disgrace. He's going to be part tonight of this high school graduation thing. What, what in God's name is he going to say to high school seniors and graduates? What, how not, how to, how to take advantage of your position, how to shake people down, how to extort things from things, how to steal? Is that what the message is going to be? I hope, and I hope that this also leads to that many times that's also a deal when they catch crooked politicians. If they agree to resign, then we won't press charges. They do that a lot. And if they're going to do that and stop that with the cops, I want it across the board. And when they indict Mattiello and then he's trying to cut a deal for himself saying, all right, I'll step down as speaker if you agree not to prosecute me. I want the answer to be no way. That guy is going to go. And let's see what happens this week. With his little lady friend taking the week off so he doesn't have his little free, you know, uh, radio segment where he's never challenged. There's a deal set up, questions in advance and uh, and everything else. Uh, He is absolutely a blight on the state of Rhode Island. It is embarrassing that he is still the speaker. I'll say it. He's got some nerve. He's been hiding throughout this whole thing. And I'm glad that that Barbara Ann Fenton, the uh, wife of Mayor Fung, um, she is challenging him. Now that things are loosening up, she could start to go door to door more, campaign against him. That guy is going to go. We cannot move forward with a state with Mattiello as the speaker. Oh, and this week he's going to bring the General Assembly back. It is a joke. But we cannot afford to have them defund the police. Those of you that follow on Facebook... Excuse me. I was in Providence yesterday. What what is the game plan here? Parts of major parts of Providence are still boarded up. The Biltmore Hotel is boarded up. You come out of the train station, things are boarded up. Is this what it's like going forward? Like, what's the plan? Um. This is where is this going? Where is this going to go? If how do you have a city? If everything suddenly is boarded up in this way, I don't see how you can. And there's no leadership with that. Some some dynamic of that has to change because you you can't have uh, folks. I want to dip in right now. This is Attorney General Peter Narona. Let me um, dip into this a little bit. This is where uh, State Attorney, Attorney General Peter Narona. You just hear this a little bit, folks. A provision that would give this office what is called pattern and practice authority. Uh, What that is designed to do is to give this office the ability to investigate civilly 
um, a law enforcement agency, but not limited to law enforcement agency, but let's talk about it in the context of law enforcement agencies. A law enforcement agency that, because of the way um, it operates, uh, appears to be violating the civil rights of the people it is intended to serve. Now, that's an authority uh, that has existed in the Department of Justice for decades. Uh, it was a tool that the Department of Justice used when I was United States Attorney across the country by many of my colleagues uh, to good effect uh, in Chicago, Cleveland, Seattle, and elsewhere. Um, in the current administration in Washington, my understanding is it's been used only once. And Attorney General Sessions, when he took office, even before he took office, indicated that he did not think that pattern and practice investigations were useful or helpful. I believe that they are. I say that not because I believe that most police officers and most police departments do things the wrong way. I say it because there are instances where some police officers do do things the wrong way and some police departments are not either capable of or not prepared to do what it takes to fix that conduct. And these investigations can help accomplish that and have done so across the country. There's a movement afoot in Washington right now to give that authority through the federal legislation to state attorneys general. I think that's great legislation. I don't know what its prospects are. Our legislation, as I said, was something we worked on last year because we thought it was necessary, and it, it developed into the legislation that was Attorney General Peter Navarro. I just wanted to stay with this one of the this year. I think that's a critical tool. I think it's a critical tool because there may be instances where individual acts of misconduct uh, by police don't rise to the level of a crime. Yet there's something about the way that police department trains, supervises, uh, investigates internal acts of uh, misconduct that doesn't lead to either change or remedy. And I think this office uh, can help in that regard. But that's not to say that I think that police departments around the state are operating in ways that cause great concern. Uh, what I am saying is that, and before I say this, let me say that I think, based on my experience as U.S. Attorney, I'm serving two stints on the Attorney General's Advisory Committee for Attorney General Holder and Attorney General Lynch, where I had a national uh, look-in to situations around the country. I think policing in Rhode Island, uh, by and large, is very, very good and very, very strong. We're led by a group of police chiefs that get it. That said, no police department is immune from police officer misconduct, uh, typically by few. But nobody is immune, and we need to have the tools to make sure we fix problems as they arise. Folks, I want to just um, jump in for a moment. And again, I respect him a lot. He is Attorney General Pina Narona. And what you need to understand, what is he really talking about? And again, good morning, everyone. It's 1140. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. We taste. We start at 11. We go till 2. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com or AM 1380. And then also multiple ways. Alexa. Or tune in radio app, simple radio app. They're free. You just download them. But I encourage people to listen. Click the listen live button at the website. It's impossible right now, basically, to fire a police officer. But see, here's the the other problem is. But it's also impossible to fire a teacher. It's impossible to fire a firefighter because of the union contract. That has to change. That absolutely has to change. You know, what is the big news over the weekend was not only was the Christopher Columbus statue in Providence, they had to put a box around it because it was being, people were trying to vandalize it. But one of the people arrested is a social studies teacher at a government school in Pawtucket. A public school teacher in Pawtucket was arrested Friday night for vandalizing the Christopher Columbus. He's a teacher. 
What is he teaching his students? But guess what? Because of the union contract, because of the government school, school, because of the public school teacher union contract in Rhode Island, and I think Pawtucket is AFT, I think they are American Federation of Teachers. I believe that's who they are. I don't think they're, then there's Neary, any um, New England or um, whatever one, the Bob Walsh one, National Association. My, my point is, that has to change. Like, I, I'm not sure that they can even fire the guy. That's how ridiculous the union contract is. That has to end. You know, how many times as I've talked about this, and the people that are talking about trying to repair and replace and fix the system are the same people that gave them these deals and are basically slaves to the union, which are the Democrat politicians. They are. They are thickest thieves and in bed with the union. So how are they going to how are they going to change? I don't see how they are going to change it. You know, and we read constantly firefighters arrested for fighting, for assault, for uh Pick, pick up something, right? A drug offense. Um, all kinds of things. And then they, because of the ridiculous contract, they can't even fire them. That has to come to an end. You can't just single out police. It is not fair to just single out police. If you're going to extend it, then extend it across the board. Extend it to teachers. Extend it to firefighters. Um. This business of racism within the police department. Let's start to look inside the schools. Right? A lot of these failing schools, especially in Providence. How many teachers of color really are there in Providence? You don't hear anyone address that. And they that that is a whole let's if we want to get into let's really go into it. Let's really go in if you instead of just this business of targeting the police. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 401-353-9300. It's Scott, it's Alex, it's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not call them for a free consultation? A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Look for them on Facebook. Also, uh, their website is aemazika.com. Let them help you save money. Now, this time of year, you want to make sure that you're covered for your motorcycle, for your boat, for jet skis, maybe for a motorhome, RV, or an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Scott and Alex, call for a free consultation. 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Let them help you save money on car insurance. How much do you spend on car insurance? How much do you spend on life insurance? How much do you spend on business insurance? Life insurance, home, auto. Let them help you save money. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. 401-353-9300. It's Scott. It's Alex. As I like to say, folks, it's like giving yourself a raise. How about if they save you an extra $200 a month? That's like you just gave yourself a raise of $2,500 a year, right around there. How about $300 a month? How about just $100 a month? Suddenly now, that's an extra $1,200 in your pocket. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. There's a reason why they're the best. Call them, 401 
353-9300. Did I mention free consultation? They're licensed in Rhode Island, in Massachusetts, in Florida, located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. That is a disgrace that when they catch up with who it was that vandalized that Christopher Columbus statue, it turns out that the person and the individual happens to be uh, a teacher, a teacher of children. What exactly have they been teaching? What, how is that someone in the classroom? Never mind with the distance learning. This is insane. That person has to go. That person must be fired. Uh, there is no place for someone like that. That is not someone that should be teaching the youth. How much of this stuff is going on? Is that their idea of leading discussion? You get arrested for vandalizing the Christopher Columbus statue? If you want to have a discussion that that statue is insensitive, that that statue should be taken down, that that that, uh, statue should be removed, then, then you go through the proper channels. But there's something wrong. Who are some of these people that are teachers? Who are some of these people that have access to the children in the classroom and what exactly what message what is what kind of teacher is that that they're willing to put themselves on the line in that way and get arrested for vandalism now listen i get it everybody should get their day in court but without question if that person this teacher and i do have it posted on the facebook page john DePietro show if that teacher public school teacher from pawtucket teaching social studies. Can you imagine the history lesson? Can you only imagine what they teach about the settlers or about Vietnam or anything like that? If that person is found guilty, that person should be fired and no longer allowed to be a teacher, period. But the problem is, the problem is that union contract, the union contract protects them It is virtually impossible in Rhode Island to fire uh, a teacher because the contract is just so restrictive. Pawtucket school teacher accused of vandalizing the Columbus. Let me play. This is um, the uh, Channel 10 story on it that they had to put it into the box. It looks like a wooden mausoleum. And then there was talk that they were going to burn the box holding the Columbus statue. Uh, over the course of the weekend. By the way, that may still happen. Let me hear. This is the Channel 10 piece on it. Continues. Good evening, Ashley. A representative from the Pawtucket School System says that they are still looking into this situation. They were able to confirm that one of their teachers was involved and has been placed on leave pending the outcome of that investigation. Yeah, it's summertime. This morning, City Councilor James Taylor reinforced protective covering around the Christopher Columbus statue here in Columbus Square. The area was already blocked off due to ongoing construction. The reason is because um, they're going to bring equipment in to put in the decorative light poles and also, obviously, to protect the statue. But police say even added fencing didn't stop 34-year-old Derek Garforth, 28-year-old Charlotte Whittingham, and 26-year-old Mackenzie Ennis from getting in and splashing paint on the base of the statue. NBC10 has learned Garforth is a teacher in Pawtucket. Tonight, the school department saying he's been placed on leave pending the outcome of their investigation. 
Police say they already had increased security in this area after receiving information the statue was a potential target for vandalism. The vandalism in Providence follows similar incidents in Boston and New Haven. Some people think the statue celebrates genocide against indigenous people. But when it comes to what happened in Providence, Taylor thinks the statue should stay. And I think that, you know, uh, they have to look at the history, good or bad. I mean, we can't pick our good history and leave everything good and then, you know, go for the bad. So I, um, I want, to, want it to stay here, but I think the people of the Elmwood and Reservoir Triangle should have the voice. You know, again, folks, the problem with that, how can that person remain a teacher? I recognize, see, the problem is they try to pass it off. And again, good morning, everyone, 1150. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show weekdays. Uh, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. They are going to try to pass it off as though it's a misdemeanor. Uh, you know, it's like littering, right? Or getting a speeding ticket. No, you're a teacher and you are arrested for vandalizing a statue. Can you only imagine what is going on in that classroom? Not that there's a lot of learning going on. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Now, listen, do yourself a favor. I want to show everybody on um Share everyone watching on Facebook Live. Look at the difference that Jared, he is the magic man. Bethel certified softwash. Look at the before and after. He is just incredible. I'm willing to bet. And folks, it doesn't have to be there. It's outside your home. And you have, and it builds up. You have algae. And you have mildew and staining and dust and other debris. Get rid of it with Jared, with Bethel certified soft wash. Now you can text Jared today for a free estimate, free same day estimate, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Outside your home right now, on your home, on your deck, on your basketball court, on your walkway, on your garage, wherever it is, you have what I call the dreaded green stuff. It's the algae, it's the mildew. Get Rid of it for crying out loud. The staining, the dust, Bethel certified soft wash. Now, you can also find them on Facebook. I had them come out. I'll tell you, Jared is an all-star. The guy is just amazing. Look at the difference, the before and after. Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel certified soft wash. Look at that walkway, the before and after. You can see exactly after Jared works his magic. Look at that fence. Look at the top has the green stains and the algae and the mildew and then the, the afterwards. And then look at the side of the house. You know, and if um, it just, number one, you don't want anything like that. that. That stuff can damage the surface, by the way. But call Bethel, you text him, excuse me, text Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Same day, free estimate, 401-617-2585. 617-2585. Look for him on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Jared is just amazing. Well, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro on this Monday. This portion of our program is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. You know, you want to clean out your garage, do some spring cleaning, retake your house, get rid of some unwanted belongings. Bethel, uh, excuse me, Brothers Disposal, 688-0517, 688-0517. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Maybe you're doing a household construction project or a backyard project. Get a dumpster in the driveway. Brothers, good morning, brother. Brothers Disposal, 688 
800-516-0517. Well, folks, the um, this is a pivotal time. Now, again, it's John DePietro right now on this Monday. Coming up next hour, we'll have our segment this week in politics with Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com, and then Governor Armando press briefing coming up this afternoon. We're going to carry it live at uh, 1 o'clock. But the, the news right now, boy, I'm looking at this headline. Uh, a Gallup poll, American pride is at a record low. American pride is at a record low. Social unrest about to get much worse is another headline. Isn't that sad, though? American pride is at a record low. But the problem is there are some people that want it that way. There are some people that are teaching young people that America is bad. You know, the founders were racist. This country was built on racism in, in uh, Washington. Now in Boston, they may take down the Abraham Lincoln statue. Lincoln freed the slaves for crying out loud. U.S. national pride falls to a record low. 42 extremely and 21% very proud. Only 21% very proud to be an American. Republican pride is down sharply. For the first time, extreme pride among whites is below 50%. Non-whites is 24%. Folks, this is where it's hard not to, though, right? It's hard not to get discouraged with everything that we're seeing going on. I mean, and I don't know the exact element of the question, but who can take pride in a country where looters are looting and burning cities down in the social unrest and and just, you know, someone, the White House, President Trump has to step forward and start to bring the country back. We can't have this. We cannot have this social unrest. It's terrible. But I, I do understand the poll simply by the nature of the fact of who feels good about what, what, what we're seeing going on right now? We were all locked up. Then you have that cop in Minneapolis. And another um, video has come out. And it's just as bad as the other ones. I mean, it's just so despicable and disgraceful. You know, to think what that police officer did. That video. My God. Talk about changing a world event. That video. Of him kneeling on that man's neck, George Floyd's neck, instead of the other officers, like, should we flip him over? Should we put him back in the car? You know, I, I, I still, we still haven't heard an answer on that. That video is still disturbing to watch. He's pleading for his life. We watch them basically suffocate him and, and kill him right there on the pavement. The damage and destruction that has come out of that is just it, it it's overwhelming. And it is what the, the part that I think frustrates so many like like you and me and everyone else is, you know, I think so many people and I think good people look at that as an isolated event where the individuals involved, those four police officers need to be held accountable, will be held accountable. But it has just resonated so much deeper of people of color and others that just feel they are at an absolute breaking point with this. And and so much of this now, you know, it, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I do know that 
if you saw the video of me yesterday, th- these this could go on all summer. How much longer? Something to keep in mind, though. Folks, so much of this is really designed around removing President Trump from office. There is. There's an agenda there. There is an agenda that if you think things are bad now, you know what they're saying? They're saying if you think things are bad now, right now we're looting and burning the cities. If you reelect that man, if you reelect this person, we're coming to the suburbs for you. We're coming to the suburbs. We're going to defund the police. There's going to be no one to protect you. If you reelect that guy, then <clears throat> we're coming to the suburbs for you. That's the message. And in order to make sure we can do that, we're going to defund the police. And you're going to be on your own. We can't be intimidated by it. We can't fall into it. You can't have your vote swayed that way. That is not what we're all about. You have a right to uh, to to. Vote for the person you feel would be best to be the president and not be intimidated. That is not the way we operate. We are not a third world nation with these coups. We hold free elections, or at least we used to. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Listen, enjoy your property, enjoy your yard. Let them, at least call them, protect you and your family from ticks and mosquitoes. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 401 401- 821-7800-401-821-7800, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, and online at winfieldpest.com, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service. Call them, free estimate, have them spray your yard to protect you and your family from ticks and mosquitoes, 401 401- 821-7800, Winfield Termite Pest Control, 821-7800. Coming up, it's John DePietro, folks. We're going to have the 12 o'clock news next hour. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Our segment is Politics This Week. And then Governor Mundo, press briefing coming up at 1 o'clock on this Monday, June 15th. Again, a lot more ahead on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. And also remember, find me on Facebook. It's John DePetro Show. Right now it's 12 o'clock.